Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of When the Ice Cream Hits the Fan. Got Benton Crane with me again here today. Hi everyone. And our special guest is Dan Markham. What's up guys? Can you tell them where you're from? Yeah, so I make um, weird YouTube videos where we cut stuff open and destroy things with my my now 12-year-old son. So started with the second grade science project. He wanted to know what's inside of sports balls. We cut open a few of those things. And then about a year after that project, people started watching our YouTube video and were like, oh, we just made $4 in ad revenue off of your science project videos. Should we keep cutting things open? So so anyway, we um, changed the rest of the channel, which was just our family. We're not even to be on YouTube. And then turned it into what's inside. Started cutting things open, which I'm terrible at. And it took off. Within a year, we gained a million subscribers. And now it's been three or four years. And we have six million subscribers now and over a billion views. And it's just been a crazy ride. So, yeah. That's so awesome. I'm a YouTuber that cuts things open. <laughs> <laughs> so lo looking back, Dan, sometimes when you, know, when you look back through your history and you see that growth curve that happened, sometimes you can identify kind of a turning point where where all of a sudden it just blew up and, and happened. And other yeah. times it's kind of like slow and gradual and, and, and you don't really pinpoint a, a, a single point in time. Yeah. How, is, how has that been for you guys? So once we got the $4 in one day on ad revenue, that was like a year into us um, having his science project videos online. And then that was, I think, in December of 2014. And so in January, we're like, okay, I think this is a thing. I started studying the YouTube algorithm. They're like, post regularly, post consistently. So I started publishing once a week. That's all I could do with my day job. By, we published, I cut open a bowling ball, which I'm terrible with tools. I never had one of those type of saws. It's with the blade that comes down. What is I, that called? This guy would know. Chop saw or miter saw. saw. Yeah, okay. miter saw. Yeah, so. He I, still doesn't know. <laughs> still doesn't know. <laughs> I called it a chop saw the other day and somebody was like, it's a miter saw. I Googled it. I'm like, wow, which I've been wrong this whole time. So I'm uncertain. So um, so I, I cut that open in a really bad way. I had the two by four, I was standing far away and we cut the bowling ball open. It wasn't until the summer. So after we'd been, been consistent for about five months, all of a sudden that started getting a lift. And then the channel started taking off. We cut open this wasp nest and our silver play button and then it took another huge growth. Mm -hmm. But that was in November. So really from January to November for some creators, that's really fast. But for us, that felt like it was like a weekly grind in a way. Well, mm -hmm. it was fun, but it was a weekly grind. And then, and then in 2016, we cut open a rattlesnake rattle and that video was the third most viral video of 2016 on the whole internet. And it had 42 million views in seven days, for seven wow. days. And it was one of those videos that we just held off on posting. So we're like, it's really boring. There's nothing inside of a rattlesnake rattle. But if we ever have a week where we just haven't filmed anything and we've been doing family stuff, we'll throw this one out there. The rattlesnake one was the one that I got clickbaited into. <laughs> I think everybody got that one, yes. So you couldn't like, avoid it. Well, because a lot of people were writing articles around it and stuff, trying to drive traffic to their own thing, and then they didn't yeah. bed your video. And yeah. I think it was one of these things at the bottom of a web page was like, you'll never believe what's inside of this, yes. you know, rattlesnake kind of thing. And I was like, huh. I'd seen I'd seen <laughs> one or two of your other videos before then. Yeah. But then when I started realizing it was a thing was on that. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, it was on um, the rattlesnake video. It was that was so interesting. It's it's really fun to see you actually cr um, do this content with your son, Lincoln. Mm -hmm. And uh, how old is he now? He's 12. He's 12. Okay. Yeah. And um, I have a 12 year old as well, but he's playing on a football offensive line. <laughs> actually, it's, it's a little bit of a little bit of a different path right now. But can you talk a little bit what it's like creating with with family? With we, your... we tried in sixth grade um, to have Lincoln try homeschool for the last four months of sixth grade. 
he's a smart kid and he was not feeling like he was learning like all that much at school. Okay. So I'm like, okay, if there's ever a time to try it before you go into middle school, it's the last year of elementary, let's pull you out and we'll do YouTube and we'll do your homeschool. He learned way more from school. Like we were, and I, my wife and I like were with him every day, just like working on stuff. And it was a lot of work and we got a lot of work done on the video side. But I could tell like the social side wasn't there for him. And it's not every kid is this way. Yeah. But for him, it wasn't as good. And I and so now we've moved to a new city. He's in a school. He didn't know a soul when he went there. And he's going to school. And even if I figure, even if he doesn't learn as much, which he's going to learn stuff, but even if he doesn't learn as much, there's things about him being on his own and making decisions of like who he's going to sit with at lunch and like who he's going to talk to in the halls, how he's going to react to somebody bumping into him and knocking him in the halls and his parents aren't there to protect him that I think are more valuable than even just school stuff. So mm. I didn't bring him to this conference, even though he wanted to, he wanted to come and like learn from some of these people, but he also is going camping with his friends in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and the, from his church group and little things. They played night games last night. And so I try to make sure that he's a kid first and he's happy. And if we, if there's videos that there's videos we've turned down doing because he's just like, doesn't sound very exciting or I don't want to cut that thing open. Like I don't want to do a Nintendo switch. That's a really fun gaming thing. I don't want to do it. We got it early for anybody who would have got millions and millions of views. And he's like, I just want to play with it. I'm like, all right, let's do it then. Yeah, go ahead. You can play with it. That's fine. So we didn't do the video. You didn't push it on him. That's awesome. So I I try as best I can to be a parent. And parenting, there's no right answer. Like every child is different and every parent situation is different. So I can't really like comment on other families. But I know for Lincoln, like that's, that's what's helped us is to be as much of a family as possible. We just moved to a new city the last two months. Our YouTube channel has probably taken a bit of a dip because... We haven't been posting as often, especially on our family one, but that's okay. Like our family is, is a good foundation of who they are and the neighborhood they're at now. And we're closer as a family after just relying on each other in a new city. So I don't know. I think putting family first, maybe in the short term, you miss out on some money opportunities, but mm-hmm. in the long run, I think you Tons avoid that burnout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you avoid that burnout. And I don't know, I truly believe like you'll have the success. Success will come to you the right way. Yeah. And the way it'll it be wor- more worth it than, you know, people have regrets when they're 70 years old. Like, I wish I would have done this in life. But I think like taking advantage of the money opportunities and sacrificing your family, that would be a major regret that I don't want to mess with. Yeah. I So the story you shared yesterday in your keynote really resonated with me because one of our big things at Harmon Brothers is we have to feel really passionate about a client yeah. in order to partner with them and take them on and do a campaign for them. Otherwise, we just don't, we feel like nothing sells better than the truth. Yeah. And so when um, we can be really authentic about what we're selling, we sell, we're great salesmen when we, be, when we believe in it. And so you had mentioned a story that you told me over dinner one time as well about um, your son, the if toy. you can go with the, the toy, yeah. right? Can you yeah. go into the story? Yeah, so we've we've had it a couple of times. I'm gonna tell you two examples. One I didn't share on stage, or I haven't told very many people, but the rattlesnake rattle, like our, I think I, ma- I mentioned it. Like it was our, th- it was the third most viral video. It was like carpool karaoke with Adele, with James Corden, pen pineapple apple pen, then us rattlesnake rattle. Where did you find the rattle, by the way? I just bought off eBay. Somebody commented. <laughs> somebody commented. Cut open a rattlesnake rattle. I go, that's Gosh. interesting. eBay's amazing. I buy it off eBay. <laughs> then I research it. I'm like, there's nothing in there. We're going to hold on to this. We're not going to do this video for a long time until we have a solo week. 
So we got an offer that week from an ad agency for, at the time, was the most money we've ever been offered, $50,000. And it was this toy that converts into something else. It's one thing and it converts into another thing. It's not Transformers. It was okay, it's like Transformers? <laughs> but it was another big, big like brand. Sure. And it was kind of interesting because like, it turned into something else. And they're like, yeah, you guys should take it apart. Do what you want. $50,000. And I and I remember, and it was the week when it was Friday. No, it was Monday. And we didn't have a video plan for that week. And they needed it done that week. So I showed it to Lincoln and I, he looked up the toy and he's in the back seat of the car and I was driving and I remember driving in the rain back from Southern Utah and Lincoln goes, dad, no, our fans would totally think we're sellouts if we did that. We can't do that video. And I'm like, it's $50,000. He's like, nope, I just, nope, not interesting. Nope. I'm just like, okay, Did you tell him there's a bonus in it for you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so what's funny is that's the week that we published the Rattlesnake Rattle video and that video ended up getting the 42 oh million gosh. views in a week. And maybe the timing would have been different if we would have waited another week or another month or two. Uh -huh. Maybe it would, this would have been a slow, busier internet week and it wouldn't have gone viral. And so that was one thing that we got a million subscribers in a month just from that video. And then... The other one was a toy company more recently where they wanted to give us $30,000 for our family channel, our smaller channel where we don't get as many brand deals and all you, we didn't have to cut it open. It's just play with the toy and show how it works and have fun. Like that's the easiest thing. A, a couple of him and a couple of his friends just play with the toy, show it and you're good. Three hours into it. They're just like, this toy is not fun. It is not good. <laughs> and we couldn't get the last part of it to work. We couldn't get it to work properly unless we we rigged it in a way where we just filmed the first half and filmed the second half, but that would have been a lie in a way. And so we left, had a couple of my employees work on it that night. They're like, they sent me a text. We got it to work. We got it on camera. It's awesome. We got it. One time though, we couldn't get it any more than that. Oh my God. So I'm laying in bed with Lincoln and I'm like, what do you think about this toy? And what should we do tomorrow? Like we could, we have the footage. We could go over and film just a short clip and we could pretend like that was you guys doing it. He's like, Dad, I would feel so bad if any of these kids that watch our channel told their parents to buy in that toy and then they bought it and then they hated it. I would feel, I just feel like we're, we'd be major sellouts if we did that and I would feel guilty. So I just think we don't need to not do the video. And I kind of planted the seeds a little bit like, sure. I mean, if we need to back out, we can back out if we don't think it's a good toy. But it was him that made that decision mostly. And then I went to our manager and I'm like, I'm sorry, we're backing out. And the brand didn't surprisingly didn't even fight with, even though we'd signed on the contract, they were fine with it. They had all, a lot of other influencers that did videos. I guess I think they knew that their toy was hard. That's probably why they did this last minute effort on YouTubers to try to get them to make videos. So anyway, I can't take the credit for all of it, but I can know that I've learned a lot. Like it's a team effort where we learn a lot and from each other. And, and as a father, that makes sense as a, if it was me and a business partner, that was like a, that was an adult and this was our job and we that's what we had to do maybe we could make it work or we could have a production team and we could film an awesome commercial for them but it's my son and it helps me realize you know what pass up on these opportunities bigger things will come and so similar to you guys like if you don't if you're not passionate about it then what's the point of doing it you feel like yeah have, have you ever had a time where you and lincoln were at odds with each other on whether or not you wanted to do a certain project or post a certain video I mean, there's times when I've wanted to do videos and he doesn't want to, and we, I just don't push it. Like, I'll try a couple times, like, well, I mean, we could do, I bet we could get it done in just an hour. He's like the freaking CEO, like, man. Uh, it's awesome. I know. <laughs> it's like the final call is it's mine. Tricky. It is tricky. But, <laughs> but, awesome. not, but first yeah. off, I mean, that's, that's remarkable for him to have that type of 
internal compass to, to know when he doesn't feel right about something and to be able yeah. to, you know, follow his gut on things. And then, you know, hats off to you for, you know, for being willing to follow your 12-year-old son's gut on yeah. these things. Um, that, that's that's Super remarkable. Tricky. The, the hardest ones for us are brand deals that are very specific with like talking points and things mm. where, or we're like on a shoot with like a, for a video for somebody else's channel and they have a full-on production crew, like audio, multiple cameras, producers, all these different things, the makeup person, the wardrobe, and it's like this big thing compared to our YouTube videos where we're holding the camera. And they want us to do multiple takes of things mm -hmm. like just saying the same thing. And I'm looking at Lincoln and I'm like, he's not really an actor. Like, it's, that's not really our thing. Isn't, no, and I just feel like I we did one we did one about a month ago, and I remember leaving after like five hours of this. I'm like, oh no, what's he gonna say? Like, is he gonna be totally burnt out on things? I'm like, dude, you did awesome. Is that okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're good. But I can tell he's like tired, and mm -hmm. and then it wasn't fun. Like, and not everything should just be fun, but that's what sells. Uh, that's what sells on YouTube, and that's what works. Like, as a YouTube creator, like if he's not having fun. I'm not having fun. Like I can, I'm a better actor than he is, but for him, I don't know. I feel like maybe people don't notice it, but I notice it too. Like I, it's just not, it makes me sad as a father when you're just like, Oh, look at him having to do these lines over and over. I don't think he's having fun. So it sounds like every know. day that we shoot to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we shoot, it's like 12, 14 hour days yeah. kind of a thing. But obviously it's a very it's, different, we're, we're telling a very yes. um, specific, imaginative narrative story, right? right. It's a little bit. Right. It's a, a different, different world and it's an amazing uh -huh. world. And I, he, he heard Devin Supertramp speak three years ago at CBX Live. And he walked away from that going, I want to be a filmmaker. You yeah. Know, that was the first time he's ever said what he wants to do when he's older. Uh -huh. Still, I don't know if that's, now I don't know if I ask him if that's still the same thing, but that was really cool at that moment because, yeah. yeah, if he goes to school and learns all of that, that's the good field to be in if that's what you were wanting to do. But he's 12. Like, how do how do parents know that, even if their kids say they want to do something at this age, like, how do you really know that once they're 20 years old, they're like, why did you make me do that? And that's the thing I worry about. Like, and so we created our family channel, and that way, if he ever says, "I don't want to cut things open anymore," okay. And now we're a bit more diversified yeah. than speaking things or little side business type things. And so I've tried. I've tried over the last year and a half to say, "How can we diversify in a way so that if he just says I'm bored or I don't want to do this, I just want to do something else," then I can say, "All right," and I don't have to feel the pressure of, "Well, this is my job. This is my income. Yeah. This is our family. You need to support the family. This is yeah. like working on a farm, you know, and the, making YouTube videos is you milking a cow, kind of thing." What's like, wrong uh, with working on a farm? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I yeah. did growing up. <laughs> so, um, a little bit of a subject change, obviously. You know, in the world of YouTube and, and online video and, and creators and everything, there's a ton of good out there. There's a ton of amazing things happening, mm -hmm. um, lots of great content being put out there. But then there's also lots of stuff that, as a father, yeah. you, you would probably feel pretty pretty uncomfortable with Lincoln being exposed to, to certain things For being sure. put out there. How do you navigate that world? So I think a lot of people, a lot of our fans, we meet them all the time, and they... I'll ask them or I'll ask their parents, like, what what other YouTubers do you watch? It's like a very common question. And a lot of them will be like, Logan Paul or Jake Paul. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. no, like, no. And these are good little kids like yeah. that live in this little suburb of Utah. And I know them from church or I know them for different places. And they're just like, yeah, I watch Keemstar, like all these channels, which they're good on their own side. I don't want to say like negative things about them. But as a parent, like for me and Lincoln, he, I, he, he kids would be surprised. 
um, that he doesn't just have access to YouTube and just watch videos and like go through. My younger daughters, they will when we'll be in the room and they watch like little makeup tutorials and mm -hmm. stuff and like little toys mm -hmm. being played with. It's not to this point of this age group, but um, we watch, but what we do is at nighttime, we'll watch it together and like watch YouTube and see, and we'll watch like three or four videos together of ones that we can watch together. Um, I've seen a lot of families that do that. They spend time with their kids when they're on the platforms. It's not just, here's the babysitter for the next three hours, go in the, your room and watch whatever you want. Because some things like Masquerade is like a good channel. Yeah. But then if you watch enough of it, you're like, oh, this is probably not the things I would teach my kids, right. this lifestyle. Yeah. So no, it's a tricky thing to navigate, but what I try you, to be as engaged as possible with them. What are your favorites to watch? What are, you, what are your favorite YouTube channels? Destin from Smarter Every Day. Oh, he only publishes so like every month yeah. and a half. So it's, it's a really nice one. guy too. You probably met him, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really Smart nice. guy. Uh -huh. Really nice. Uh, Mark Rober, Backyards, or not Backyards, but Mark Rober, do you know him? Oh, I don't actually. So awesome. He went to BYU and then he went and got a master's degree from in engineering. He worked at NASA for a while. Now he works at Apple. He's like one of their top oh, designers. I've heard about him. But he makes, he's just this young guy, has one child, an awesome scientist guy, but he makes science fun. Like goes awesome. to a carnival and explains the science between behind all the games, which one you have the best odds at, and makes these really creative videos. So he's good. The slow-mo guys are fun most yeah, of the time. Yeah, they're pretty fun. Yeah. They're, they're really fun. Devin um, Graham's an easy one to watch once yeah. a week. That's a fun one. My family's really into um, Do Perfect. Yeah. I love the Do Perfect guys. Yeah, they're good, but, they're good guys. Yeah. Um, but Marquez, Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD tech channel. He's one of our favorites, oddly enough. Like we watch all the tech stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. Those are some of the fun ones. Very cool. Um, so I, I want to ask in the, in the creative process, I always like to ask about this stuff. Do most of your ideas for videos now, how many of them come from your audience versus from, from you guys versus from maybe brands approaching you and saying, do this, like, uh, how, how does that work out as far as deciding what you're going to do? A lot of them will come from, like, the one we did this week was what's inside the band NBA basketball shoe. Okay. Uh -huh. That was one that a fan told us about. Okay. And then some a fan sent us an email about it. Yeah. And then I asked a basketball player at BYU, Elijah Bryant, who does YouTube, and he's like, oh, man, yeah, I've heard about these shoes. And he told me about it. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting one. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to brands... A lot of the integrations are brands where they'll say, like for example, Mercedes, they wanted to work with us mm -hmm. and do a video. And so we came up with the idea. I'm like, I want to cut open an S-Class seat. And so they provided the opportunity. So it wasn't really their idea. It was our idea, but they were the ones facilitating it in a way. So I don't know. It's just a good, it's a good mixture. But okay. some of our top videos are, def are definitely from fans that have said it in the comments. And I see it and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. Let's And, and then a mixture of, would this be fun? So we have about 30 things at our house that I've purchased that I'm like, these would be great videos. Uh -huh. I'm like, Lincoln, should we do this video? And ah, does, I don't know. I don't really want to do that one. I'm like, okay, just all right, we'll just wait on it for a while. Yeah. And so we'll do one that's, that's, yeah. Or like when the Apple Watch first came out, we've never done an Apple Watch. So uh -huh. this one was interesting because it had the fall feature where if you fall down, like life alert, uh -huh. it'll tell you, it'll call the police. Yeah. And so I saw that feature. I'm like, okay, it's finally time to do an Apple Watch. And so we... We got it on the first day, Hunter, one of our employees, he camped out and then we went to trampoline park and we just jumped around and tested the thing. And then we, he tripped, Lincoln would trip me and it was really fun. Uh -huh. And so if we can find a fun way to do it, um, like the iPhone, we'd never done one until the iPhone 10. Yeah. It was just because when Lincoln watched the keynote, 
he was like his favorite part was that you could make yourself an an emoji or whatever. Oh yeah. And you could be a poop emoji him. talking. Yeah. And he's laughing at the poop emoji. So we made the whole video. Yes, it's what's inside an iPhone 10, but we made it all about the poop emoji. He didn't know, but I woke him up. I knocked on his I slammed his door open. I like threw it open a little bit and he's like, What dad? Oh. Like that was kind of a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. He comes out and I'm standing in the hall in a poop emoji suit. <laughs> Just this giant poop emoji. And then we go to an ice cream store and we try to make a poop emoji on a real, like with ice cream. So uh-huh. he was like, it's ice cream or it's poop or whatever. Uh-huh. So we made one with ice cream on the phone. Uh-huh. So like we just, that was the fun part. And then the, what's inside of it was kind of like a side note of the video. Yeah. But it was more of like, okay, this is going to be fun. So. Very cool. Anyway, that's a good what, answer, but yeah, that's, no, that's it. That's great answer. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think we might be at least partially to blame for Lincoln's interest in poop <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that's probably where I thought of like the ice cream going on something. I'm like, let's go to the ice cream. Let's go to the store. That's funny. I didn't make that correlation. What's the favorite thing you've ever cut open? Oh, man. Favorite thing. Gosh, <laughs> there's so many. It's, it sounds silly, but the the gold play button, just because oh, yeah. we took it on a trip around one. the world, and it was more about the trip and going around, and then we cut it open with Casey Neistat in his studio, which was like a dream come true, because I love his... Did you get a second uh, one? Were you able to order a second no, one? No, but we put it back in the frame and yeah. put it on the wall, and it was That's, awesome. That is the memory. Yeah, yeah it's like, sure. people are like, I can't believe you would cut that. Some people worked so hard for that. I'm like, yeah, we worked hard for it, and now... Look how cool it looks. And now it's, <laughs> now it's specific to your brand. Yeah. So. Well, for those that don't have context, a gold play button is the award that YouTube sends um, creators who have a channel that has surpassed a million. a million subscribers. And so they got that. And it's like a really prestigious status symbol for, for YouTube uh, YouTubers. And you finally got it. <laughs> you just immediately took it like, let's just run a saw through this thing. <laughs> yeah, it was great. We took it all around the world for a three-week period. Just flew. I think we spent $20,000 on flights and just wow. went. We were in Shanghai for like 14 hours. We were wow. in Paris for five hours. We stayed in London for three days, but we just took the train over to Paris, took an Uber to the Eiffel Tower, got a shot in front of it, went to the Louvre, got a shot in front of it, oh and gosh. went back over, and then... What a marathon. Yeah, it was, but it was so fun, like the memories. That's when I decided to start the family channel, too, because I'm like, oh, we just okay. traveled the whole world, and we have two-minute clip in one video, but we had so many fun adventures. Like, we should have filmed that. And yeah, gotten more content out of it, it's more super stories. Neat. Yeah. Super neat. What, yeah, thing, what but, main pointers would you give to somebody that's um, maybe just getting started with creating content either for original content for themselves and they want to let's just focus it on that it's for someone that's wanting that's trying to get started off in creating original content and building a following behind that what's your, what's your well, main... like with you guys what you've done with your brand is is like the from poop to gold book like that everybody sees the cover of that and they know what the, like how many squatty potties were sold mm-hmm. around the world like right. i've seen them everywhere now i know so many people that i never I never knew I knew so much about them being able to poop, going poop. Like, how do you make that? <laughs> um, but there's some principles that you guys do that are so good that I think translate well to other people making videos. It's like making people smile, entertaining people, but being yourself and being relatable. Um, I think the AB family does a killer job with that. Like, they they just make family comedy sketches and stuff that are so incredibly relatable that... It's just entertaining to watch. They're getting to core truths, right? That people mm-hmm. can just like, oh yeah, I've been there, right? Yeah, I've been there. I've done that, yep. And so I think for us, like it's not about like what's inside the What's Inside YouTube channel. It's not about the cutting something open. It's not about like anybody can cut something open on the internet right. and make a video. 
but people will come because of the clickbait, like you said, or uh-huh. whatever, you know, like you see the thumbnail, you see the title, you're like, that is interesting. But the people that push that subscribe button and want to stay are the ones that like fall in love with Lincoln and I as a character or the way we do things and the, the fun that we have. And it's like a break from their whatever routine. It's family friendly. They can watch it as a family. It's like that side of it where they're like, I'm going to come back. Even if it's something like a shot put ball that I know is just a ball of metal. Why would I watch that? Well, because they make it fun. Like their saw blew up three times as they made the video and they went to the they went they they went to a football field and saw how how far they could throw in a football. Like little things that we do that are fun, and so I think just having fun and being entertaining and being authentic like that's the thing that's going to get people to come and stay. Like you can clickbait all day long and get people to click on the videos, and there's people that have tons of video views but not very many subscribers. Right, and they make the money off the ad revenue, and that's great, but. I like, I love it when the subscriber milestone is important, I feel like, because then it's like, these people are part of the family. They came, they want to see what we're doing and be a part of it more than just what's inside of the thing. That makes sense. No, that's great. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, Dan, we look up to you, both figuratively and literally. (laughs) (laughs) We we were surprised at just how tall you are. (laughs) Yeah, these shoes make me a little taller, but yeah. yeah. (laughs) But thank you. Thank you for coming to join us. Yeah, you guys are great. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Love what you're doing. Keep at it. And um, be sure to uh, subscribe and to rate and review this for those of you that are listening. And um, thanks again, Dan, for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great time. Appreciate it. Okay. Have a good one.